0: Save Chicks, it's your girl Day.
1: I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned
0: into Saved Girl, girl
1: Secrets. Secret.
0: And so, of course, we did an episode called Mean Girls. Y'all remember that? We showed did. Yeah. <laughs> and And um, we got a couple of texts, a couple of DMs, a couple of. Uh, what Would you get Denise a whole conversation? Yeah, I had a
2: call. I had a phone call.
0: Call about you guys feeling like we didn't dig deep enough into the Mean Girls situation. Mm-hmm. So you said, you know what? Because you asked for it, we're going to come back.
1: With our part Back
0: two. to back. With the part two. So here's the thing, guys, since we're being true, transparent and transformative, Mm. I think that, you know, in all honesty, the reason why we didn't keep going on Mean Girls Part One, one, it it was an hour. It was an hour. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Really?
0: I didn't realize it was an hour.
1: I think that one.
3: What more do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) I think that one was almost an hour.
0: (laughs) I think that people were like, Y'all should have dug deeper into the mean girls thing. And I was like, Well, the thing is, there were some people on the tips of our tongues, and mm. we were just like they still on the tip of my tongue. Because <laughs> the thing is, we
2: don't want to be mean girls. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I come across come across messy. Yeah. You know? So we were like, let's But let-. if it's the
3: truth, is it really messy? Okay.
2: And then the goal is also transformation. You can't be transformed if you're not being the truth. But if you're not yeah. called
3: out about it, right. will you ever be transformed? That's oh, why wow. we are
0: here for part two. All right, let's go. We are here for part two. So we've realized. That putting other airing out other people's dirty laundry is not the business that we're in. Mm-mm. Lauren is still vacillating between yeah. if that's our business or I not. Feel a Wendy,
1: <laughs> listen, feel I feel, a, a, Wendy Wo- no, I feel hey. a
0: Wendy Williams spirit coming up <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> not I heard. <laughs> that's how she's doing. Right. But I mean, since we can't tell other people's business, we have devoted ourselves to telling y'all our business. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we're going to tell our own mean girl stories. Not everyone at this table has one. But the two of us that do have decided to tell we, ours. We
1: kind of, you know, we will elaborate. Ooh. We'll go I think in.
3: honestly, I think every girl has in some point in their life yeah. been a mean girl. Been a mean yeah. girl.
0: For period. sure.
2: Yeah. Some of us longer Aren't than others. Disagree. And if you, if, oh, you don't you do? think everybody hasn't been a mean girl? You ain't never been a mean girl. Not, no. I can't, I really can't. I mean, y'all know, I'm going to be honest. I really, Lauren, you Lauren, think I've been a mean girl? You're lying. Well, I'm about to find out where I have been a mean girl. So I guess everybody at this table. You've been does, a mean but girl. But I'm going to find out today. What do mean? Go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> what mean? Huh? Go ahead, Shane. always going to ask, so what do you, def- what do, how do you define a mean girl? I think a mean girl is someone who is intentional about um so you
3: haven't intentionally been mean to a girl
1: (laughs) or a guy (laughs) i don't i don't think so i have Lord. i do see how Lauren looking at her. Wait, wait, no, 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 let's talk about
2: it. What do you, When you say, okay, so in my mind, Lauren I, think, I always like, think of the movie, I think of like, not necessarily like a burn book, Lauren but I she like got uh, receipts. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, we can
2: talk about this too, because sometimes, you know, and, I, and okay. her, her hand on her wallet. She's been to pull the receipts well, out. Well, yeah, guys, I too, I guess, or I four will have been a mean girl, but we're going to find out the day. We're going to find out. Lauren, mm-hmm. Lauren, kick us off with a mean girl story.
3: I mean, I'm trying to find out which one was the juiciest. Um, There was a time in my life I was just mean, period. Okay. Um, And I think it was just due to the fact that, uh, I think it was was a lot of things. I think it was just due to the fact that I didn't really know myself. Like, I didn't really know who I was. I wasn't really in a happy place. Mm -hmm. Um, There was actually a conversation. We was talking about it. I guess I'll recall to the, one of the earliest days of me being a mean girl. Okay. Um, I was in private school and if, I don't know. If you were raised in private school, um, it's it's a different type of lifestyle. And what I mean by that is you have a lot of catty girls. And I think in order to survive within that environment, you kind of got to be caddy yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some people are better at it than others. And I was just a little bit better at being caddy. And so once I learned the art of being caddy, I was like, oh, you going to get the cat. I mean, not that cat, but, you know. You- <laughs> I'm gonna be catting the claw, I'm to be catting to you. I was like, I got time today. You, you gonna know, be the claw. Right. Okay. And so I just I think one of the biggest things that I found myself doing in being a mean girl is just gossip. I think that was really one of the biggest things for me. And what I mean by that was the gossip didn't necessarily have to be true it was like I could be I could assume like I mean I'm the type of person that I'm very observant Mm -hmm. so best believe my assumptions had scientific evidence Mm -hmm. I wasn't just calling something out to call it out but I guess the thing is I'm I guess I had to learn was do I necessarily have to be the person to call that out it's okay to see something and say okay I'm recognizing that you are this way but it's like When that happens, do I necessarily have to tell twenty people, or do I have to tell thirty people, thirty other girls, you know, that this is how I feel? Um, So so you would
2: intentionally take news to people.
3: I wouldn't. It wasn't that I was intentionally taking it to Mm -hmm. them. It was just that if I was having a conversation with someone, and you know, the information came out, I would just be like, yeah, I kind of well, girl, this really how I feel. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. And it's like I didn't have to add to that conversation. I couldn't allow for what they said. To be said and then let it rest, you know. But by me adding fuel to the fire, it's like at that point I am being a mean girl. Yeah, right? entangled um,
2: in the Yeah
3: I am entangled. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't resist.
1: Sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, really, I was entangled in some foolishness. And so there's been instances where my hypothesis has been incorrect. Mm. And so then it gets that noose <laughs> right it gets back to the the girl that i had said certain things and then that's when you really are entangled in some foolishness because mm. it's like oh i heard you said so and so and so about me and, and, and now i got a problem you know so i think those are to me elements of of being, of, a, mean of girl. being a mean girl it's just trying to you know not trying to but c- coming up with like false stories yeah. rumors um, gossip rumors gossip and running with it not yeah. necessarily And I literally, I'm going to be honest, this is being very truthful, transparent. And I'm trying trying to make transformation. But honestly, I feel like sometimes it's hard even as as an adult woman, like I find myself in those situations even now. And like literally... I was sharing with you all like the past two weeks I have been like in fasting and so I haven't been watching TV or anything but literally just trying to reflect on myself spiritually and like how I can do some things better and to be truthful like I find myself kind of slipping back into that when circumstances are available I guess Mm -hmm. in a way. Like, and you don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily doing it with a intent to be that way, okay. but it's just like, uh, shoot. I probably shouldn't have said that. I could have killed the situation if I had just been quiet. Yeah. You know, I didn't necessarily have to add my two cents to it. I could have just been quiet and let, let them be the one to
2: gossip. And right. I just be like, dang, you know? Right. Well, I definitely can agree with that then. And from that space, I had I too You've probably have. you mean girl. Definitely yeah. Definitely have. Yeah. Okay. okay. And
3: so I feel like for me. I'm so grateful for the fast That I've been going through Because I feel like in that fast um, The Lord has been like revealing a lot Concerning me And even concerning the people That like I had something to say about So, you know and, And I feel like I'm saying all that to say i feel like when you're in those positions that you just have to like kind of go on a spiritual journey but you have to be mm-hmm. willing to to do that right and kind of understand that oh shoot I could have I could have did that better right you know and and I say that to say like sometimes it's not you even being intentional in being messy like you sometimes I'm not even intentionally being it but it's available right you know like um a lot of times you know we always like oh you being shady but Sometimes I don't want to say it's like a part of us as Black people or our culture, but we now I've seen naturally Black people come up with some amazing I mean, shit. I mean,
0: sometimes it's called wit. Like some stuff isn't shady right. as Quit much wit. as it's witty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. But I feel it's like sarcastic. if your
3: if your wittiness can potentially hurt someone, then you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't say it. Not right. probably, you shouldn't say it. Yeah. So like, I think for me that was just like a realization of shoot, I could do better about. um Just certain things. And I'm not going to say like, because I mean, if y'all ever see me out in the street and if you ever hear me like, there's a certain person that y'all already know. Like, I really don't mind talking about the situation. But y'all like, Lauren, we're not going to do that. Oh, my God. And so, but for me, I feel like in instances where facts have come out that a person has been this way, mm-hmm. then I think it is 100% okay for me to say how I feel. You know, like, I'm calling a spade, then a spade. I'm not coming. I'm not fabricating any information. This is information, right. you know. And it's not that I'm trying to cause, you know, any conflict with it or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, nor am I trying to voice my opinion on it, but it's like, don't get mad at me if I call out the truth for what the truth really is. You yeah. know, I'm not trying to add to it. I'm just saying, right. this is what happened. This is what it is. Period.
0: Gosh, gotcha. Well, we'll see if we get there by the end of this episode. We'll, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, I definitely think <laughs> gossip and shade is definitely a mean girl quality. I'll say for me. In my mean girl story, my mean girl quality was intentionally excluding people. I think back to... Like, you can't sit in the table.
2: Literally. You can't sit with us. Yeah.
0: Literally, like, a you can't sit with us. Um, I <laughs> This week, I found my journal from when I was 16. Oh, you used to write it down, too. So... A burn book. It wasn't a burn book. So, I had a class. I think the teacher's name was Miss Osborne. And I don't remember if it was, like, a social studies or a, i don't know what class it was but basically she made everybody buy a journal and for the first 15 minutes of class every day we had to write in our journal and sometimes it would be free writing and sometimes it would be like she put a topic on the board and we had to write or whatever um but you had to write in your journal every day and she said she would never read it that it was for you and so found this journal y'all and i was reading it i had to take screenshots and send it to leslie and kirsten i was like yo was this really us in high school? Because this is this is horrible. And I remember, like, there's a picture of me, Leslie, and Carissa at lunch in high school with nobody else at the table. And I remember, like, we used to wear heels to school, and we just, like, would have, like, our own little clique, and it was like, oh, no, like, you're not a part of our thing. I think Lil' Carissa was the only one that we, like, accepted in, and a girl named Mia, but everybody else, nobody else made it. It mm. was just, like... I was like, yo, like, how was they had I? their own little
1: plastics. They did.
0: But, wait, but I look back and I'm like, you wasn't even all that, though. Like, how were you excluding anybody? It was really weird. I
1: appreciate that honesty, though.
0: Really weird. And I look back and I'm just like, you was not even that tough to be, like, any type of way mm-hmm. towards anybody else. And I can see like in my early adult, like twenties, in being a mean girl, like when I was in radio and I go to the club, club nights and stuff like that, it would intentionally like not bring certain people or people would be like, oh, can I come and they'd be like, oh no, you know, I can't bring nobody else with me. Or just different things where I was intentionally excluding people females in general and i think that it's almost like for me it was like a Mm -hmm. Mm self-preservation almost like it's not enough room for everybody Mm -hmm. and so i can't bring everybody i even think about you know just being a mean girl in terms of even within my group of friends i would section them off where it's like okay these friends could come with me to these spaces But this group of friends can come with me to these spaces. So when I think about, like, work trips Mm, and stuff like that. Why was that? Like, was that, like, looks or was that? Um, It could be looks. It could be personality. Mm. It could be, like, oh, this is my group of fun fun friends that I'll, like, drink with. And, you know, they're okay with seeing me in this type of a light. But these women are not okay to see me in that type of a light. Mm. And so, like, kind of sectioning off my friends, which I also think could potentially be a mean girl thing, but also just the issue that I had. You know? Or
3: I mean, yeah, that one's kind of to me a little on. The, I'm, on I'm a little less on the fence.
0: excluding people. Yeah, more. I'm, I
3: mean, I'm on the fence with that because, like, I appreciate when friends don't invite me to drinking environments because I don't drink. Right. So I think it could be a thing of like respect. Like, okay, okay. you respecting the fact that this is something your friend right. doesn't, you doesn't know do. That I, but I can, I can agree with yeah, that. But yeah, that. but I feel like if it's a thing of, ooh, they don't really look good for this setting. Or, like, mm, I don't know if she'll, you know, if she'll really come with it if, if I right. invite her. Yeah. Then that, to me, is, like, a mean girl a yeah. like- take away or from- even Or yeah. even
0: being honest with myself about um, during that period of my life, I'm thinking, like, 2010. Like, the summer of 2010 is, like, what comes to mind for me. Like, when I started being included in things with women who were in the radio industry and they would invite me out and it wasn't a work thing Mm -hmm. so like I had a lot of like things that we did that were work things so if we had like a concert and there was like an after party or something of course I'm going to that but then there were women who would start inviting me out like they had sections or they had their own private dinners or they had and it was like I remember myself having this air about myself where it's like uh you know I'm invited mm. and I get to hang out with XY and Z I think about like um, for women's empowerment they used to do an event in Raleigh and Tamar yes, Braxton okay. yes tamar braxton had like a birthday party and it was like a private like dinner with like her close friends and like i got invited and it was just like a some of the people who were with us on the trip didn't get invited and it was like oh yeah i got invited and like oh well can we come and i was like no i don't think it's like a thing where you can come it's like invite only and just and remember you took pride in
2: saying that took
0: pride in saying that and mm-hmm. i think that that is definitely a mean girl thing or even just being in a space where certain people ask questions or you know want help or information and it's like i withheld information knowing i could help those people Mm. because i wanted to maintain a certain state of superiority during that time of my life because i prided myself on that that i came out of college with a job and in an industry that was very hard to get into and i felt like if i help you then that pushes me, Me me back and so i i definitely was a mean girl and i think you know i think about now how Anybody who slides in my DMs, it's like, oh, you know, can you do you have any advice for this? And I'm like, yes, girl, you know, this side of the third. You know, I've gotten to the point where I even think as a recovering man girl, which I guess I could call myself, um, I felt obligated to over exert myself in being nice to make up for to make up for the meanness I've been there too you know what I mean so I think about like when people comment on my pictures and when people say happy birthday on Facebook I remember there was a certain point in my life where I had to respond to every single person Mm -hmm. because if I didn't that was messed up and so I mean I've gotten to the point now where it's like if I got time to respond I'll respond and if I don't you know, then I'll get to it when I get to it. Or I won't if it's not super important. But I'm intentional about if I have information to pull another woman up, I'm going to do it. Yeah, You know, there's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. So,
3: Yeah, I love it. It reminds me of the T-shirt that I've seen that says I'm just as strong as the woman next the same, to me. Yeah. 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 Like, literally, I think literally that's what it legit takes. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't want to take away what nobody else has to say. But I, as you was talking, it reminded mm-hmm. me of this... um this book that I'm reading, and... Um, What's it book, called? The book is called Our Kinds of People, mm. and it's about uh, the higher-end class of African-American people and the establishment of that in the United States. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading that book, man, like, when I tell you my eyes are just open, mm-hmm. because I, number one, i realized, like, I've been a little bit guilty of some of the things that they're calling out, but one of the things that they said was, was it's a guy and pretty much he's recounting like some of his experiences as being a and this will be something that we can touch on on another episode that um, I think we're gonna call the episode colorism but um, (laughs) he was talking about with him being a fair-skinned guy that Mm -hmm. had more of a curlier pattern had more of a lighter complexion had a thinner nose there was something called the inner circle and the outer circle of parties and when he said that, I was like, "Okay, what does that mean?" And so he was saying the inner circle. He said, "Well, when you go into a room, usually you see the outer circles are individuals who are a darker complexion. There are individuals who have a wider nose, who have coarser
0: hair." And he means physically on the outside of the room, like not outside the room, but on the edges of the
1: room.
3: Yes, on the edge. They're usually the like people that are standing along the walls. Along the walls, mm-hmm. they're they're. But he said, of course, the party is going on. The music's going on. He said they're the people who have potentially snuck in. He said that. He said, but when you get to the inner circles, those are usually the, the fair-skinned people. Those the people in the middle of the room. People in the middle of the room. People who are who look a certain way. Wow In um, complexion In texture of hair In class And so as I'm reading this I'm like Yo this is crazy Because to me It's very reminiscent of Even what some things That I see today There is very much so an outer circle and an inner circle And um, You know He said sometimes If you would see someone From the outer circle um, Merge within the inner circle It would be a thing of mm, How did you get here You know You don't You don't belong in this circle Like you know, Wait, why of, are you here? Who invited right, you? Right, like imposter, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like as I'm, I'm what I'm saying this to me, a lot of times I feel like it is our responsibility to make sure that those situations don't have happen. Yeah, you know, and I feel like sometimes in being a mean girl by us saying that, mm, you know, I'm gonna allow for that. Uh, I'm literally gonna block you, yeah, I'm gonna block you from because you don't look necessarily like the inner circle, yeah, you know, you are now then playing into the whole I don't even know what what to call it, but I guess mess other than right. <laughs> I can call this a mess, but you're playing into that. you're now literally. Pushing that that idea of because you don't look a certain way or because you don't dress a certain way or because you, God created you a certain way mm-hmm. and that does not fit within my idea of how my inner circle should look, I am not going to push you out. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, and also self-preservation because it's like if I let you in... Is that going to mean that I don't be here? No, that I'm right. <laughs> listen, all my grammar messed up. Does that mean that I don't have a space? If I if I let too many of y'all into this space, what does that mean? Like, will it blow up the spot and now it don't even exist no more? And I think that for a lot of Mean Girls, that's what's at the core. It's a fight for territory. That at the end of the day especially if you're in a Christian space, ain't yours to begin with. Like, kingdom belongs to God. And it ain't like it's ever going to run out of no room. So I think that when we circle back to, you know, the person that you're talking about. She
1: got me thinking about her too now because that, that person does that a
0: lot. Um, The person that you're talking about? It, um, Who I'm talking about? I'm, I'm not doing <laughs> that with you. I'm just kidding. But um, definitely... I think about how women who have conferences, some of them, have an inner circle where they only invite certain people. And it's a space where if you don't fit within their circle, then they're not going to help you and they're not going to invite you. So it's like, I'm not going to come and build up your brand and you definitely can't come and build up mine. Right? It's like it's an exclusivity and it's like it has to, to stop Within the church space, because it is divisive, which is definitely against what I'm sure God wants for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it keeps us from growing because there's so much that women know singularly that when brought together the information that shared, I think about like Ayana, when Ayana sees stuff on Instagram that she knows speaks to something that either one of us is working on. Ayana's like, yo, let me send this to them. And we like, yo, that's exactly what I was trying to figure out. And she's very intentional about making sure that information that she has is information that all of us have. And I think that me and girls who are in a certain space or who are put on a certain pedestal do not get free game. And it is, it is a problem mm-hmm. and it has to, it has to stop. And I mean, if we can stop it at the, the, I don't want to say a mediocre level, but at a, a community of women who maybe aren't known, if we can stop it at that level, mm-hmm. then when those women start to rise, they bring other women up with yeah. them.
3: So yeah. I, I love that you say that. I feel like I'm talking about <laughs> But no, I really do love that you say that because it really makes me think about the friendships that I've developed by being a part of our ministry. Um, and I've heard, I'm going to be honest, like I've heard people say that, oh, y'all, you know, y'all, gotta, y'all got y'all got y'all little clique, y'all got y'all, you know, but it is very much so. And I mean, I sometimes I'm like, can I say that because I guess I'm technically a part of the clique, but I really don't feel like it's that way because. I have seen literally grown very much so. I have seen grown women come up to us and be like, "Oh my gosh, y'all look like y'all are having so much fun. I want to hang out with yeah. y'all. I want to hang out with y'all. Can y'all TV like Yeah, senior. Yeah, can y'all extend the invite. And we're like, yeah, girl, we get her information and we it's not like a thing of, oh, we're not going to contact you. It's like, "No, we're going to literally Damn, like, contact con- you con- and tell you, through. Con- "Yeah, come to this event." You know. Um, but I love what you said too because I feel like it Begins to condition a mindset to say, hey, we are literally all in this together. Listen. You know, so when I come up there, I've seen it time and time again where I've seen women within our, you know, network when they have done something amazing or something great has happened we're all cheering them on and the next minute you know another person within the network is doing something amazing and then it's almost like we're literally becoming a ladder for each other yeah you know like girl I will step up to do this one okay but I'm gonna you know help you up and And I think if you like just start to condition your mind to say hey like literally we're all in this together when God does something for one sister best believe that I'm next in line for my miracle I'm next in line for my blessing but I feel like if you're constantly looking at a sister and just being like, Oh snap! Mm, I don't know why she did that because you know this is yeah." Da, 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 da. Or looking at her
0: to make money off of her because I think that's another thing with mean girls. So,
3: all right, well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> go
3: ahead, Ayana. It's the truth. though It's the
0: truth.
1: Go ahead, yeah. Ayana. Yeah. Um, it's funny because y'all were talking about you know you're talking about one side of mean girls and I was thinking about the other side personally with myself. I feel like I've been a mean girl as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Because I was, growing up, I wasn't the popular kid. Like, just going to be honest, I wasn't the popular kid. Um, y'all know that I'm originally from Trinidad. So when I first came here, I had, had a very heavy accent. I was made fun of because of my accent, all that stuff. So then, um, eventually, when I got used to a certain space, we lived in New York and New Jersey, and then we moved to Atlanta. When we moved to Atlanta, we... Um, Wealth-wise, my parents, my dad, uh, within a month or two of us moving to Atlanta, um, he got fired from his job. Wow. So we were on one income. Things t- changed drastically for me. I was the kid who was, you know, I had the sneakers and the stuff like that. And, you know, my parents, they shopped at at the time. It was like Gap was popular and Children's Place and all those types of things. And I had all of that. I went from that to, like, I literally um, – had maybe two pairs of jeans and one of them was overalls. So I used to put the shirt on over the overalls to the make it look jeans. like jeans. Got and it. I remember one day a girl called me out. She was like, You be wearing them? And I, like literally, and I was like, Damn. So like, and then that was middle school. So then high school, you know, of course, my dad, of course, he got better. And, you know, he got, you know, his job back or a different job. And then high school, things got better for me, blah, blah, blah. But I never was like part of the popular crowd like that. So I feel like I became a mean girl as a defense to like let's say if somebody tried me or tried to say something about me or somebody tried to make fun of me or whatever, it was like I already had the resting B face, like don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. So um it's like I, I if you all can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like I, I think for so with that growing up I had that demeanor, mm-hmm. so people then would we'll leave you alone. Would leave me alone, but then they also wouldn't approach or like I, you. I was very unapproachable, mm-hmm. you know. So it was like, oh, well, I don't know, she's such and such, and I've had guys even say to me like, "You just be looking so mean." Or <laughs> guys uh, should say that. That's a whole <laughs> <exactly>. another topic. <problem. laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like it was guys that like let's say I was interested in or I liked or whatever. It was like I don't know, you just be looking so mean all the time, and I'm like you know whatever yeah but um but when it came to women sometimes like there were certain assumptions about me like I remember someone and I won't label the person because then y'all know exactly who it is for the sake of the podcast but I remember someone said to me that they thought that I was mean and I thought I was all that because I was very quiet Hmm. I, people are stupid. People are very stupid.
2: And, yeah, and one—I was, one, was going to say one thing, mean
0: ladies. Before <laughs> before I forget, <laughs> one thing you said, Ayanna. You said like you would look mean so that people wouldn't approach you, so that they thought that you were mean. And I think that can be a mean girl tendency. But I mm-hmm. think what's even meaner than that. Is some of the women who are in leadership in a Christian space right now, and they'll look approachable, and they'll let you approach them, mm. but and they'll have full blown conversations but they're with you, very, and very nasty. They're very the minute you leave their presence, and, yeah. and that's a mean girl, yeah. Because now it's like I've been vulnerable, I've divulged my heart to you, mm. and you take it. To someone else, run with it, drag it through the mud, mm. but in my face, mm-hmm. you approach me as though
1: you love me, mm-hmm. that
0: you have a heart for me, and then you dog me out. And, and that, I think, is a worse mean girl. And to
1: be honest to this, and I feel like that's that why That deserves have, an open
0: can.
3: That's why I,
1: even to this day, I have a guard up. Even, like, what you said is spot on. And I feel like those are the reasons why, especially, like, from middle school to now, all I've known is church- yeah. you know so the different That's some of the worst yeah girls. the different issues that i've had with mean girls and people approaching me like the person who said oh we thought you thought you was all that because you were quiet and you such and such they were somebody in the church and the other person who gossiped about it that the time they were a leader in the church oh, so wow. it was like oh you know so it's like i don't know and i know like I, especially in middle no high school i know i was a mean girl you know, based off of, um, cause I, like I said, I used it as a defense mechanism, but right. then it became, it would, I would, it became who you were, it became who I was. Like I was, I would have an attitude with people or I would, you know, the different things that I would say to people, you know, so it's like, I don't know, it's a lot. Um, but, oh. I don't like it. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I,
3: can I, I say, don't I mean, like, it. like I'm sorry. I'm doing all this talking. No, in this go episode. ahead. Go ahead. But I feel like it was, one thing, it was one thing you said that really stuck out to me that I really, really hate when women do it. Um, and I've had this happen to me on several occasions. When women walk up to you and say, mm, dang, I thought you was a B word, but you actually turned out to be really, really nice. That to me is not a compliment. I don't like that, and I have never said yeah. that to anybody. Yeah. Or
0: people would be like, "I thought you were stuck up."
3: Or I yeah,
1: thought you. were I'm that. Like, what are
0: what are you talking about? Me too. Like, I and and, it, and it's funny because a part of me wants to reply and be like, "I used to be." I no, I don't I don't, I don't. I
3: don't. They don't. They don't.
0: I don't. That. They don't deserve that. Though. But in my mind, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, I'm not. I I, I want to say I'm about to be. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like it when people do that. I, I mean, but it's I, I mean, I hear you. I don't like it either, but I feel like at least
3: it's them being honest. I don't think that's what it is. I think sometimes it is kind of like you say you use your mean girl as a defense mechanism. I think it is a strategy for you to lower your defense. Cuz usually, I mean, for me, when I see people that That say that, usually there is something wrong with you.
1: Exactly. And every single person that said that to me, there was something wrong with them. They wanted something from me, or they wanted to like try to manipulate me. Like, especially in the Mm. church setting.
3: And when they Mm. say that, it Mm, makes mm, it mm. makes you take a step back. Like, oh dang, I didn't know
1: I was coming across
3: that way. So you lower your defense. Yeah. You know, so I, I really don't like it because like I think like when I think about, like I said, the network of friends that I've developed at church, that was never something that ever came out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never. It, it took us being around each other to even if that's something they thought, they never said it. And I feel like. It took us literally having times and times again where we have been around each other and we have begun to have an understanding of how we are and who we are as a people. And I think it is a disadvantage when someone walks up to you and they think yeah. that they can just say, oh, I, I thought you used to be stuck up or I thought you used to be a B word, but you're actually really nice.
1: It's crazy. It's like, what? Yeah. It's I mean, crazy because when I first, like I, I had to go back, as like when I first met Lauren, you know, of course it was that shift. I never got, I like, especially like, I guess because I've been that person, I always be like, oh, they're just quiet, you know? What do you, you, you think about me? You really me? don't know nobody. What do you think about me? I didn't think anything, because <laughs> I didn't know you. Mm. Like, I didn't, like, oh, the only thing I knew about you was because you were Sylvester's coworker at the time, and you were new. I think you were new, and he introduced me to you.
0: And so, so that I was, was just like, a
1: girl? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because
1: I think I met you. Is that not good enough? <laughs> I, feel like, I think I met I just wanted to know. Did you did did Felicia start working around the same time? Me and Felicia literally
0: I think we started around the same time because she started I started in August of twenty fourteen and I think she started in like December or January. I afternoon.
1: feel like I met all of y'all around the same time and I thought it was cool that we had younger people working at the church. That, that was is one of cool. The biggest thing. I will say that is cool <laughs> at our church. That was one I'm of the biggest things. Young right, people right. really putting
3: in applications. tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I never put in an application, so
2: I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay so, we got all, younger folks. In all so. honesty,
0: Felicia never put in an application either. So no, nah, I don't know sure.
3: how. The, I don't know what the recruitment department I think is she told doing me about that. But I'm like, dang, that's pretty dope. Yeah.
1: So I just, I don't know. I'm because I because I've always been labeled that I have like a compassion for people who. I don't like assuming things about people. Right. Like if it's, yeah. and I, I give people the benefit of the doubt, even when Holy Spirit be like, nah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I definitely try to give people the benefit of the doubt. If I f- keep feeling things in my spirit, then I'm like, okay, let me keep my distance because yeah. I've been burned way too many times, you me know. Too. So especially now, I do have my guard up, and but then I feel like I Holy Spirit warns me before because he, you know, I'm sensitive, y'all. Mm. I'm real sensitive. I cry a whole lot. y'all wouldn't
3: believe it though right (laughs) Right. that's why
1: that's why it got the that's why i got that 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 shield i mean i
0: think i think is i've been on both sides like i've been a mean girl you know and now i'm on the other side where i've had very mean girl things done to me yeah okay like i'm glad i'm saved yeah type of mean girl things done to me i think that At this point, like, I don't want to say I don't care, but I have a very, what's the word that I'm looking for? I have a peace about if you approach me and you do something mean to me, I have peace in God that, you know, it's you and it ain't me Mm -hmm. at this point. Or he'll show
2: you. Or he'll show me. So it's like,
0: whatever. Like, I don't, like, however people perceive me to be, um, you know, one of the scriptures that... I've been meditating on, especially in the past couple of years, because it needs past. It seemed like as soon as you turn the leaf and you be like, you know what? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to trust in God and I'm going to be in alignment with this. Well, that is when people try you to heart.
1: That's when the Mm. enemy be like, oh, oh, you think you about to change?
0: (laughs) I'll show you change. You know, And (laughs) so it's the scripture that talks about like, um, crap, I'm gonna have to find it. But it's about how I cast down every imagination and high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of god Mm -hmm. and i commanded to come into obedience with christ with Mm -hmm. the word of god and i think that for me understanding that i don't care what you say about me i don't care what your perception is about me i don't care how you feel about me how you treat me how you lie on me whatever at the end of the day what you saying and what you thinking and all of the words that you putting out in the atmosphere have to bow in the obedience of mm-hmm. God and what Christ says about me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Your words at some point are gonna be interrupted mm-hmm. by what God says about who I am in the life that I lead. Mm-hmm. And as long as I stay in a space where I am committed to not being a mean girl. You know, I'm all I'm all right with myself. It'll hurt for a little while. I don't cry as much as Ayana. But, you know, and I don't throw hands like I used to. So I think at this point in my life, it's just like I'm a duck and it just rolls off of my back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
3: I think that's what makes them even more upset is when
0: you choose not to definitely. acknowledge it. Yeah. Listen, oh, my gosh. I've definitely- literally had a person who was a mean girl. And said all of these crazy things and I was like, man, whatever. Kinda let it go. Literally a year later slide into my DMs and try to have a whole conversation and meet up. And it's like, Are you are you crazy? Mm-hmm. And I I literally thought it was, you're like poking the bear to see if I know the things that you've said about me. And mm-hmm. I was so I was very cordial. I was like, Oh no, you know, I'm good in terms of meeting up, but I'm so glad all is well with you. Like
1: People crazy, so. but it's I, I, when people do stuff like that. It's really because they want something. What could you possibly want? They whatever. These hands. They see. <laughs> they see because one, they think that you're a pushover because you probably never approached the situation or you never said anything back to them.
0: No, you know, because if you're not my, if you're not. If you're not a friend and if you're not someone where I value the relationship, I'm done. I don't ha- I'm yeah. not going to exert the energy exactly. to fight you with words because it doesn't If you're not affecting my livelihood, mm-hmm. I don't care. I think if they're searching for
3: ammunition. That's what I think. Uh-huh. I think it's a thing of them trying to get back into your life to find for something else to say. Mm-hmm. They have run out of content, yeah. and so they need well, some more. It's yeah. Too
0: bad. Too yeah.
3: bad.
2: So,
0: Denise, you got something? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah. Denise. No, I really don't. I don't mm-hmm okay yeah no. <laughs> why is say okay like that
1: <laughs> you're so silly i'm just silly. Taking on my girl you know that's my girl right there yeah it's just i don't know it's just very it's very interesting i don't like i don't like the whole mean girl i don't i don't like the culture i don't like the culture i don't like the feeling i don't like when people feel that way i just feel like as women like why can't we just all just get along you we know? can though like you know that's
2: why listening to you guys is almost like the story of y'all ever hear people like oh i didn't grow up like with all these horror stories so mm-hmm. i'm listening to you guys and i know lauren you said i've been a mean girl i don't know that i, have. I didn't say that i asked i feel like maybe you, know, you said it to yourself <laughs> no i think you implied it in the beginning but I, I have lie. always been, like, listening to you guys. And if you went to high school with me, if you are a family member and you're listening to this, I want you to comment under this, like, uh, post whenever we put it up. Like, my whole life has been, like, women. I don't have any sisters, naturally. Mm-hmm. So I've always had a group of friends or I was always a neutral person or the one bringing everybody together. Mm-hmm. That's just naturally how my life has been. And I have experienced situations where I saw... Things happening from Mean Girls, but I was the person to check that person. Mm-hmm. Like all my whole life is like that. The I'm always mean gonna be like, out. no, no, really, I am. So that's good, but though. not like, and I feel like this is just confirmation of what what I'm created to do. I'm created to feed her, mm-hmm. you know. Like in, mm. in this whole moment is just literally ministering to me, and it's like so dope. Because I don't have the stories that you guys have. However, I see that, you know, like, that's that's what I do. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a spirit feeder. Like, I mm-hmm. love on people. I help women. You know, I help create safe spaces for women. Like, so when I hear your stories, it's breaking my heart. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I wish, mm-hmm. I wish I would. Like, come yeah. on. Now, like, we're so much better than that. So to hear yeah. you guys' stories, it is a little emotional. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that I just, yeah, I'm, just speaking, you know, I'm just speaking. You know, I'm going to speak my truth. So... If you, you know, family, friends, whatever, if you hear the podcast, because y'all hit me up on a weekly basis, DM Mm. or whatever, and let me know. But I can say that um, in terms of, Lauren, you speaking to our friend group, and even this space right now, it really takes two things. It takes vulnerability and accountability. Yeah. yeah Like, you have to be vulnerable to let other people in your space. And my friends check me. Which also empowers me when I see other and people you, getting out of pocket. Check us too. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what empowers me when I see people getting out of pocket or certain situations. It's like, no, speak up and check that. Yeah. And it that's what I feel like is missing when you have these mean girl encounters or this inner circle mentality or all these different things that you guys are speaking on is as a collective, there is no accountability mm. that's saying, sis, you out of pocket. This is wrong. You need to sit down. You are pouring from a toxic cup. Hello. And it's spilling over, literally, into all the... The people that follow you in your different organizations all around the globe, however, in colleges, wherever they are. I promise you. You know it. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're literally, you know, and nobody's holding you accountable to the toxicity that mm. it is that you're doing. That is not biblical. Mm. And we do things in the name of Jesus that's mm. simply from the pit of hell. Mm. And you're Ooh, spewing. That's a promise, mess. ain't it? No, that's a promise, a pinky promise. It is. Spewing. Just literally spewing. Spewing. So what I want to say is that, you know, it it can happen. The mean girl thing can be cut out because I have been an agent of change, not to be super deep. Since, you know, like I was in middle school or high school Like I've been that person my whole life mm-hmm. So it can happen But I think it's just important that We have accountability mm-hmm. And vulnerability Whew. and you allow The right people in your
1: space to be vulnerable With, which Lord. I know we've said before This
0: the ghost today cause they so died.
1: Okay, I think um, I'm trying to remember what exactly Oh, I know what it was <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna say I feel like I really want to say The person's name, but I'm not Okay, so it's a girl because y'all you know I follow a lot of business accounts. I actually did. I did actually took a screenshot because I knew the person was gonna delete it, and I wanted y'all to see it. I'm trying to come back. Okay, so I, I know, I know you are. I know you are. But okay. Me. So somebody said. Um, okay, so this person said, "I just met another entrepreneur who's been scammed by blank." And the blank blank. And I'll let y'all read it. Oh, I think Um, I read that this morning. While we're promoting black businesses, can we please stop scammers who prey on black people by using the Bible? Mm. Y'all can look at who it is. Okay, so this is my issue when, because you were talking about accountability, right? right? This is my issue when it comes to accountability. Under that post that is now deleted, there were so many people, like there were people who were putting... Point by point how they got scammed. Mm-hmm. How they got scammed by this business. Mm-hmm. But, and, but then it was like, can you give more information? Like, I don't think, you, I think you guys took it in the wrong term. Like, but you can't just put up a post like that and then not give details because that's not fair. And they were defending mm-hmm. that person, the brand, and, you know, all those different types of things. Right. And I think that's what happens too much like when it comes to like when I see all these people on these platforms, like instead of us just all like holding them accountable, like that that's why I like back with our other thing with yeah. cancel and culture, and holding
0: accountable doesn't mean canceling a person. It, means, right. it don't mean right. Yeah, it don't
1: mean canceling. It means privately calling them to yeah. the carpet and Thank saying, you. "Yo, this Thank ain't right." Exactly. So, and my my point of bringing up cancel culture is we we cancel people for the the, the stupidest things, like the quickest things. But when people are literally stealing money from people and like uh, harming people's livelihoods and stuff, then it's like, well, you know, I don't know when we make excuses and I'm yeah. like, you gotta mean, stop. And I think the thing about
0: mean girls and even people who, you know, people want to cancel when we say, you know, we don't want to cancel them. We want to hold them accountable is the sucky thing about it in a Christian space is that, there is still oil in that person's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is still purpose on that purpose, person's life. So mm-hmm. even though you're being a mean girl and you are spewing toxic, say it again, Denise, toxicity, you <laughs> toxicity. know, toxicity. that mm-hmm. word <laughs> into other people's lives, it sucks because at the end of the day, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, God has still called you to it. You're still anointed to do it. That's right. why it's important, though, those for that things. accountability to happen. Yes. Yes, because we're not saying, "Ooh, we hate mean girls. We need to cancel everybody. We're mm. saying no, 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 no. Mm. We're saying we want as women for every woman in leadership and whatever type of positions to live up to the, the picture, like the word of God. in Jeremiah says before God formed you in your mother's womb, who he saw you as. We want you to be as great being that person as you possibly can, yeah. and it cannot happen when you're doing things like gossiping, or when you're doing things like scamming people, or yeah. when you're doing things like intentionally um, dividing people, yeah. that and in, in, in twisting things and manipulating people—all of those mean girl things—are mm-hmm. intrinsic in keeping you from being as fully in alignment with who God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: it we needed to stop. Yeah. So it's like I don't, I don't necessarily want these people to can't be canceled. I want them to just get it together, yeah. And I want them to hold themselves accountable. Like, hey, I did wrong. I did. I, I'm gonna tell you, I did wrong. Right. You know, like it's not too, not too many times do people in public spaces actually admit that I was wrong. I apologize. I am working in a in a space to get things right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I, you know, when we talked about cancel culture. Um, I had brought up B. Simone and how I said that she, I appreciate her owning up to her indiscretions. And she apologized because, you know, part of that was sort of mean girl behavior, you know? So she apologized. But a lot of these women in these Christian spaces, instead of saying, I'm going to sick my lawyer on you, Hmm. I need you to really hear what people are saying. Like if so many people are saying the same thing, like, come on now! If so many people are saying the same thing, I've had that in my life. Like, okay, two or three people said this. Maybe I do need to work on my tone and how I say stuff. Same okay, yeah. bam! Let me work on my tone and how I or say. Or if stuff. I'm
3: comfortable in the tone, I'm just gonna announce it before I say what. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, right, y'all know how I am. You know, right. how so. like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like my friends already know. So. Lauren, she probably gonna say something out of pocket. So, and
2: then, you know they'll
1: I check I don't know me. about no problem. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. I'm going to say something
1: out of pocket. They could be like, Lauren. I'm like, OK, OK, I'm sorry. So I just I think we just I'm like, can we just I don't know. I'm like, what world are y'all living in that everybody in the world is saying something like you got 50 million people. They got a website. They got videos on YouTube. But you still sitting there like, nah, I ain't do nothing.
2: Yeah. Or if I did do something, I didn't do anything. But if I did do something, then I apologize. That's not a real apology. That is not an apology. That that doesn't you know yeah change doesn't happen. I feel like
3: there's something that like spoke to my heart. Like as you guys were talking, I feel like. Pretty much people do not like conflict. Like, that's really what it's all mm-hmm. about. But I feel like conflict can bring up two things. Either conflict can cause change or conflict can cause complacency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you have to choose which one you want, Like right. if, if you're constantly having conflicts, what do you want to do? Do you want to change or right. are you complacent in being conflict? Are you complacent and being conflicting? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, like that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten from all these conversations. It's just like, what is the choice that you want to make?
2: I will say one thing too. Sometimes people build an image on what, you know, no, they literally build an image and there's an idea and a perception of who they are. And the moment something comes and attacks that they're ashamed Mm -hmm. or they don't want to address it. But you know, your image should be centered on Christ alone yeah. you know what I mean the testimony in your transformation from whatever is happening will be you know astronomical compared to your pride trying to intact a certain image so mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes people get too you know God can literally be using you and building you and giving you a platform or giving you resources or giving you you know thousands of people to minister to and at some point along this journey up the ladder so it's, it's a, it starts cracking mm-hmm. you know what I mean and instead of attending to it instead of you know getting a new piece of wood and putting it in there we tape it up and say no let's continue on the ladder it's like no let's address what's happening because it could be something that catapults your future or whoever you're ministering to so instead of looking at it in a negative light like oh god dear god these people are saying these things or oh am I really like this no Mm -hmm. actually address it and there's nothing that God's gonna allow to happen to you and if you're talking to the body of Christ the body of Christ is understanding and forgiving it's the moment you act like things don't happen you're not Being accountable, that it just pours gasoline on the fire, Mm -hmm. and then your whole, you know, the the Bible says, no, don't let your good be evil spoken of. You're giving opportunity for it to be even evil spoken of when you don't address it, or you're gaslighting, or just want a kumbaya, nothing's happening. Like we got to cut that out. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I literally, as you were talking about the ladder, I literally saw. Y'all know I I think I think in images, so I literally saw like people climbing up a ladder to reach a certain plateau behind you, right? And you said when you tape it, I literally saw the buckling of a ladder Mm -hmm. begin to happen because it is not no longer structurally sound. So I think that is like and guess what? You're going to continue
2: up, but those people behind you, it's broken. It's broken. It's broken. They can't continue up
1: that ladder. I got a question. Um, Okay, so. Why is it... (laughs) Why is it that... This is a really good conversation. Why... Because I've seen a pattern when it comes to certain mean mean girls, especially I'll use a church setting, for example. Like, um, why is it that these people are continuously being put on these pedestals and platforms? Like, because... Like, okay. One person that I am thinking of in particular, we're not naming names. I don't want to be messy. However, there are certain qualities and traits that I saw before... When they, their platform wasn't too high.
2: I think it goes back to a conversation that you guys had a few episodes ago, especially when we were speaking on this one. It's hard. It's very rare that you see women in these spaces, mm. let alone in the church. Mm. So to see a woman, it's like, yes, like we have a voice. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. But yes. I, I, but I, have a, same... I have a
0: spiritual answer. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Because there are people attached to your anointing regardless. So I think, True. I think a thing about it is preach. There are women who are, who are set apart for certain things So mm-hmm. if I am called to lead women's ministry If I am called to be a prophet to the nations If I am called to evangelize Then mm-hmm. I'm going to end up in that space yeah. regardless Because that's the call on my life So as long as I am cooperating with God And the will of God on my life in some capacity Eventually I'm going to end up at a certain platform, so I think that for some of the women, yeah, you—I mean, you, you're going to see like certain characteristics and traits when they're down here because that's the iniquities and the things that they need to deal with down here. But it's not.
1: A so thing. did nobody check them along the way? And I think that's
0: a part of it. I think it's not having people in your corner to check you like
1: that. the accountability. accountability, or sometimes
0: it happens too fast.
1: Yes,
3: and, I mean, yes and no. In that
1: particular in inst- that particular situation, I don't really feel like it happened. Really I wasn't saying that one, okay. but I'm um. saying
3: there has been instances where I've seen people literally move with lightning to a certain plateau. I've, and it's I've, like, yeah. yo, like, and you sometimes don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to handle the responsibility behind yeah, you don't. it because you hadn't necessarily been trained. I feel like when you go through our, or prepared, yeah, when you go through your journeys, that's literally like a training or, or a preparation yeah. for something bigger. And yeah. so, I mean, I think it's dope that people are able to reach that certain plateau in in, in a quickness. But it's like you have you to be prepared ne- before you right, get there, and you it's, have to be it,
0: responsible. It goes back to a blessing, Oops, sorry. a blessing during a time when you're not a blessing without. Purpose. Preparation is is a burden. So it's like, just like a child is a blessing, period. Having a child is a blessing, especially when you want one or you've wanted one. Mm -hmm. But if you have one during a season or a time period when you're not prepared, meaning that you don't have anything ready for this child. Mm -hmm. Ain't no diapers, ain't no milk, ain't no crib, ain't no nothing, and the child just comes. For some people, that can be a burden, Mm -hmm. Because this is a blessing, but I wasn't prepared for it. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are a lot of people who, you know, you get on this path and you get to somewhere and you're not prepared for it. So it's really a burden because you can't really operate the way you used to operate. You can't really deal with people the way you used to deal with people. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn that along the way, especially you cannot do the work of God apart from the character of God. It is crippling the people who are coming behind you or the people that you're overseeing. Yeah. It It is impossible to be effective to do the work of Christ without the character of Christ. So, yeah,
1: I think I guess my, the other part of my question was because I, I, I'm definitely not questioning the anointing on people's lives. But I've seen like, let's say this one person, they are doing like the exact same type of ministry as another person. This one person's character, like you could tell, like they are like their character is amazing. Their their heart is amazing. All of that. And then this other person, their character is kind of like, you know, they, but they, they still both have the same call on their lives when it, you know, women's ministry or whatever. And it's like, what attracts people more to the person whose character is like. Not that great. Not that great. To the other person that like genuinely has a heart for women, like genuinely has a heart for women. Like I just I, I don't, don't know. know. That's a psychology question. So, yeah, it could be a season it thing. Is. And it's like I okay. just think about I think about even us as women. Like, what are we attract like? What are we attracted to? Are we not looking at the character of a person? Are we looking at the outside appearance? Some people aren't able to see the character. Some
2: people, you know, are in spaces where you see, you yeah. know, the true heart and nature of a person. I yeah. think
3: Ayana touched on something. Yeah. That.
2: It could I, be we're attracted to what we I see. I think,
3: right. I think sometimes we get caught up on what it looked like or what it's supposed to but look even like. even when it's Makes real. me, I'm Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it but, makes me i'm sorry it, okay okay go, go. it makes me think of david and Come the reason i say that is because when you saw david with the battle with david and goliath yeah when god called david to do what he was supposed to do they was like mm, but he don't look like he's supposed to kill anything you know he's supposed to be over there with the sheep that's what he looked like he's supposed mm. to be over there with the sheep because that's what he's doing then whole the, life. Cra- the crazy thing was they tried to drape him in what they thought he was supposed to be in yep they started That's a little true. dirty, little dirty yeah. thing. right? And true. and then we do the same thing. We start to drape them in how we think they're supposed to look, or how we think the image is supposed to be. Come on, Pastor. But in actuality, <laughs> but in actuality, it's like no, God called you just the way you are. Mm. Yep, and take prepared you and prepared you just the way you are. Come on, now. to take down this Goliath, and I think With Ayana hit something. She Ooh. hit a nail for me. She oh, hit mm-hmm. a nail,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I feel like a lot of times we get caught up on what we think it's supposed to look like, yeah. And so that's why we get burned. That's yeah. why a lot of times we have issues where we get scammed because we're no longer paying attention to who it is that God actually called to do the thing.
1: Because that's why I don't. That's why I don't like the. I don't look at anybody's goals. I don't look at anybody as relationship goals. Come I don't up. look at was people say, as. What, what goal? Um, I don't even look at people as like, like, I don't, I, you know, there are women that I admire. Mm-hmm. There are definitely women I admire. There are definitely women that I look up to that, you know, I can, I feel like I can learn from and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. However, I still don't put them on a pedestal because one, I realize that they're human. Right. Yeah. So I still don't put them on a pedestal where it's like, my world will be shattered if I find out something Right, like, you know, like it's, it's, it's some stuff that I know that I'm like, I mean, they still humans, So, you know, but then, but then there are other things. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> a brother, All
2: of the yeah. women That I admire And me and my mom Have this conversation I know personally
1: mm-hmm. Yeah
2: No seriously mm-hmm. All of the women women, All of you at this table There's something about you That I admire mm-hmm. My closest group of friends There's something about Each Same. of them That I admire mm-hmm. Me too So I think the danger Is putting a public figure Or something mm-hmm. Or someone You know Admiring and, and there's nothing wrong With that If you you know Aspire to be Some certain space But don't and, make them An idol, idol. There yeah, you go
0: That's, that's where it. I was yeah. going that's the No thing. one and nothing Should be
1: an idol yeah, yeah. And I feel like Like a lot of the, a lot of women put some of these women as idols, and then these women know that. Oh, you're. They know I'm her idol, so Mm -hmm. it's like they use that to manipulate manipulate them. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 a lot. It's a lot of layers in that. It is. I hope we touched on what 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 people wanted us to touch on a little more. I mean, I don't know how deep you can get. Like. (laughs) Do we need to do a Mean Girls Part 3? I don't think so. <laughs> I, so think yeah, I think we think good. I think we good. Um, I do know, one thing I do know, especially with Save Girl Secrets, I feel like us as women, um, I don't know where God's taking us with this podcast and I guess our ministry in this podcast, but we've all been at a place of, I guess, hurt when it comes to Mean Girls and we've yeah. all some Either of us have inflicted some hurt. Yeah, yeah. we are reformed me girl so we can we can minister in different types of ways. So I just pray that, you know, you guys are blessed by this and in any type of way. However, we can expound on this outside of the podcast, creating, After show? You know, after show, even creating a sense of community. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what our Facebook group, yeah. you know, a sense of community and just really, because there's a lot of women Such that are defense hurting. classes. Yeah. <laughs> oh Go God. to that gun range. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot them up, yeah. baby. But, it's like, going. I'll be going. But definitely creating more of a community because there are different women. There's so many women that are hurt, that are definitely hurt and just hearing all of our stories and the different things that we've gone through and even things that our women go the women are going through right now even some of the conversations that we've had off the mic yeah. um of different women that we've encountered and the the I guess the spiritual blindness or whatever that's going on it's like it like, how Denisa was saying, it hurts my heart. Like, it hurts my heart. Yeah, I like, was over there, I, there like, oh, my God. I just, it's a lot. And it I'm is. like, life could be so simple. Mm-hmm. It could be so it could simple. Oh, you know, so
2: so <laughs> so I was thinking about drinking. But you rather make it hard.
0: <laughs> so.
1: Loving you. Sorry. But, it's um, like yeah. yeah, that's all I got. I just it's a lot i don't want anybody (laughs) to be hurt or anything
0: lord well i mean i i appreciate (laughs) this conversation i got scripture for today too okay okay Okay, so for the scripture i have found it second corinthians 10 and 5 this is the good news translation and it starts in the middle of a sentence so should i read the one before it yeah
1: yeah just just for context i
0: have started at four, but i'm really focusing on five okay (laughs) It says, the weapons we use in our fight are not the world's weapons, but God's powerful weapons, which we use to destroy strongholds. We destroy false arguments. We pull down every proud obstacle that is raised against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. And so that's just speaking to what? What? (laughs) I just got a text message there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's speaking to what there? Um, Speaking to just in general, when things are spoken over you, when you are manipulated, when you are in a space where you feel like... You've been in the path of a mean girl. Understand that the power of God is higher than that person. Not making a person an idol where they have so much power over you to influence the path of your life. But trust in that God can bring those things into obedience of Christ. And that God is still Lord over your life. And if you are a reformed mean girl, understanding that there's still a space of you for you to turn a new page or turn a new leaf and really come into alignment and agreement with God on the way that you're treating people and the, the people that are coming behind you and how your anointing affects those people who are attached to your life. So mm-hmm. do we have a, a woman currently winning? Mm. <sighs> Let's see. Um, I actually think that I want to shout out January. Her name is, I think January, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if her name is pronounced Hanvier or if it's pronounced January, but it's mm. like another language for January. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a faithful listener. She's one of the ones who's definitely like, yo, we going to need a part two mm-hmm. to, uh, <laughs> to this mean girl situation. Okay. And on Instagram, her name is Ginger Snaps.
2: Come on, Ginger oh, Snaps. Oh, Ginger Snaps. Yes. She's oh. always
0: supporting.
3: She's the <laughs> one
2: that
0: told us we need to talk about gospel sugar daddies, right? She also did say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But shout out to Ginger Snaps. It's J-I-N-N-J-A-S-N-A-P-S. Ginger Snaps. So um, shout out to you. Thank you for being a faithful listener and supporter of Cool Save Chicks. Yeah. She
3: seems like she's hilarious. I don't know why I feel that way. She is hilarious. I've known her
0: for... A very long time, okay. actually. <laughs> I just get that. I get that impression by her uh, her comment. She's definitely hilarious, and she's all for women, mm-hmm. like just in general, in supporting women in different areas. Um, we used to be a part of a mentorship program together, and a lot of her background was in um, what's that called when you're like helping girls to understand like their bodies and. Um, different methods of protecting themselves mm, I know and saying. all of those things. Mm-hmm. She's very much like a, a, a rooter and a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An ambassador. An ambassador and a leader in that space mm-hmm. of, of allowing women to own their stories, to own their bodies mm. and all of those things. So shout out to you.
1: Shout out to you.
2: Thank you for all your support. Yes. Yes, thank girl. You. Yes. Yes. All yes.
1: right. Um, another hour (laughs) we did that um all right guys so thank you so much for tuning in thank you um please remember to comment send us dms if you have any additional questions outside of the podcast if you need help in any type of way that we can help you you know with advice scriptures, whatever. Uh, Hands. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are in
0: rare form today. <laughs>
1: please email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. You can also DM us at savegirlsecrets on Instagram. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms uh facebook instagram our youtube is cool save chicks tv and uh, we'll be adding more content very soon to that um you know we do have some stuff on there you can get us get to know us better and all that so um i think that's it ladies um i enjoyed this conversation me too yeah this was good we love y'all love you too and we will talk to y'all Are we done? Say good, God bless y'all. Oh, Uh, thank you. And love and peace, guys. Love and
2: peace. Thank you, guys. Good, God bless y'all. That's right. Both of y'all weren't
1: saying it. I was like, we're missing
3: something. you still feeding us. God is.